0: your picture beside my bed Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -mm. and i still remember everything you said Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i always thought our love was so right i guess i was wrong Mm. Always thought you'd be by my side, papa Now you're gone
2: And I'm not trying to hear that shit
0: What I want to know is, baby If what we had was good How come you don't call me Mm -mm. Anymore who anymore <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was trying to figure out if this was the original
2: Oh no this was this was your girls
3: Okay I did this I don't have because a girl I by that name, But no, okay
2: I saw I saw I saw some some shady ass comments I just was choosing not to answer anybody and I saw some shady ass cuz somebody said would you rather hear Jade or Alicia I'd rather hear your mom first I
0: didn't he, I didn't
2: but see that <laughs> question <laughs> They asked you directly. They did? Did I respond? They should, I don't know. You know, I be dipping in and out of the internet. I'm
3: so sorry if I did, if I failed to see that. I did not know that um somebody asked me that question.
2: I'm the worst. So don't, don't feel too bad. But I said, well, you know what? Well, then I'm just going to give these hoes a double. Oh
3: my God. Mother
2: dose today or tonight.
3: That old, uh, nothing like nothing beats that. <laughs> Alicia Keys strain, honey. <laughs> What I want to baby. <laughs> Alicia's saying like all of her veins be just in her neck, just she just they do. It just seems as though I feel like all her toes is balled up in her shoes, that she's they singing are. from a place, you know. Even when it's even
2: when it's breathy and wispy. Oh, oh, all I want to know, baby.
0: If what we was good, was good <laughs> still <laughs> light the fire. On a rainy oh, night, <laughs> and then ah, oh, I like that's it right. better when you're
3: holding that's me tight. All right, that was before Mashonda made sure that her gift was stolen. But that's it. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> praise the Lord, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jaden Kia. I'm Kia. <laughs> Pull yourself together. Hello,
2: <laughs> introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm a oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> and we are back to talk about the scam that is adulting, honey, the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in. Oh, baby. The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twisted the turns, the temptations and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord twenty twenty. The ghetto and the ghetto. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, it has been a Oof. a trying couple of days, but we are nice persevering and pushing through um of course we want to dedicate this entire show to um the lives of kobe bryant gianna bryant Alyssa altobelli john altobelli carrie altobelli christina mousher sarah chester peyton chester and ara zobayan sorry if i'm mispronouncing any of those names but those are all of the individuals that lost their lives in a tragic helicopter um crash uh, yeah. just yesterday um and I think the whole nation is in a state a state of grief and shock and loss and not just them but people are people are you know we're losing our loved ones every day I also uh got word last week that one of my one of my good friends um from my time at UConn James Parker passed away in a in a, in a tragic accident um and his funeral was last week um, so I want so to dedicate this um, to him as well and thank him for the laughs and the love and saying that he will absolutely be missed. But listen, managing and dealing with, uh, you know, the certainty of death is um, something that we all have to kind of find our way through. Um, yeah. So hopefully we can continue to try to lean on each other as we figure this out.
2: It's just sobering and... um it's really, really sobering. And, you know, regardless of however you felt personally, uh, lives, th- it was a tragic accident. People lost parents and siblings and spouses and, and um, all you know, all manners of relationships. And so we want to keep that in mind when we're making comments and saying certain things. Remember that somebody's child is going to read this later on. You know what I'm saying? If somebody lost their daddy and their sister in a tragic accident, lost their mother and their sister, their father. So um, we really want to try to be loving at this time and take this opportunity to, when you think about somebody that you love, let them know that you love them because things happen quick. We don't know, we don't know the hour. We don't know the time. We don't know the day. So <clears throat> we send all of our love, all of our love, all of our positive energy and vibrations over to Vanessa and to the to to the siblings and to the the two children who lost their parents and their sister and just everybody involved who was affected um so yeah this episode is dedicated is dedicated to them
3: absolutely um that feels like a silly question to ask but how are you sis
2: you know it's been heavy I haven't I had to kind of uh You know, I took little peeks in during the Grammys and stuff, but I had to kind of just detach myself from the Internet because it was a lot of information coming in at one time. And I find myself getting overwhelmed and also getting, you know, sucked into it. And it's such a tragic and sobering, sobering um, moment. You know, I start thinking about my own family and, you know, you know, you don't know when you leave the house, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's a blessing to be able to come back home. So that's just been heavy on my heart. And that's kind of where I've been, to be honest. Um, also silly question, but same thing to you.
3: Um, I mean, it's just been, like you said, it's been a, a time of reflection. And I've really been trying to to think about not only my mental health, but my mental hygiene and trying to be mm-hmm. mindful of the nature of the thoughts that I'm thinking and giving space for my feelings, but not getting caught it, in um, a a deep and depressive space. It's been really, yeah. really challenging. Um, I was, uh, you know, just Sundays are, you know, my routine on Sundays is church and errands and all that kind of stuff. But I remember, um, yesterday just shut like shutting everything down. Like I had plans. I wanted to get a pedicure. I needed to go to the grocery store, but. When the news came through, I was actually on FaceTime with Keisha and um, we both kind of dealt with it and, you know, finished our conversation. and I literally just kind of decided that I was no longer going to do anything that I said that I was going to do. Mm. And I needed to just kind of sit with myself for a little while. Um, and as I was really just, you know, those kinds of that kind of tragic news is especially triggering for me um, because yeah. I know what that's like to kind of yeah. receive that kind of shock and surprise so i immediately started thinking about and praying for the families um yeah. and i was really really um disappointed um because i mean i talked a little bit about this on face i mean on twitter but um i i am very sensitive to how like the violence that can occur when this kind of information is not handled properly Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd also saw on the internet that there are some allegations that TMZ leaked this story before all of the family members were made aware Um, and that really just hurt my heart because uh, I know what it's like to be in that space and not at all to make this about me but Mm -hmm. I just completely recognize like when my brother passed there were individuals in new york and people within his friends group that were kind of talking about things on facebook and people were responding and sending me messages before um you know i had had the opportunity to speak to my family or anything like that so kind of like that's just not something you want to learn on social media um so i really wanted to uh be mindful of of that and just like I just took myself off of social media because I did like I didn't want to be a part of it because right in whatever small way like I recognize that nobody in that family probably follows me or knows anything about me or anything like that but I really was hopeful that we would just take some time to get off of social media and stop talking about it because bigger than a news story and nothing that we all don't you know, have a right to process and get information. But just, like, we want to make space for families to kind of That's deal it. with this. Um That's So it. it was just, like, really a lot for me. And just kind of being silent and thinking about what this means um, and how to move forward. It was just a very deep and reflective time, such that, you know, when the Grammys came on, I was kind of grateful for a bit of a reprieve, um, mm-hmm. And just to be able to think about and focus on something else, um, I was disappointed that the housewives wasn't weren't coming on. But um, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll watch these people on the Grammys that I don't don't know. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, it was it it was a definitely a trying day, and I'm still kind of feeling the heaviness of yesterday. Yeah, um, it man. took me a long time to find my productivity at work today, um, and kind of like get myself in the swing of of doing because i was just really i've really really been in my in my head about this
2: yeah i did, i couldn't I, I couldn't this morning i didn't go to the gym like i was supposed to i i text fran i was like i, I couldn't get myself together this morning and i'm not even gonna hold you when no one tristan left for work and school i had a moment you know what i'm saying and um it's just heavy. It's just heavy, and I cannot get, I cannot get those families off my mind. <clears throat> those poor babies who are left without their entire family. Um, the siblings of Gigi Bryant, who her especially, especially her oldest sister. You know, she grew up with her. This is her sister who she grew up with, and you know that. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know how that is. So I, I keep thinking about her. I'm like, she, she lost her sister, who she. Who she had in her life, who she grew up with, who she had her whole life. Um, as well as, you know, your father. And, you know, I've I've I have read some disappointing things, but I've also seen a, a, a lot of beautiful things. Um and just trying to take a moment to reflect on it and process your feelings. Like I said, just process how I'm feeling about it and try to get through my thoughts and just be as respectful as possible um in the process
3: I mean I think we all need to figure out you know how best to kind of like you said process this information and make I don't want to say make sense of it but um come to terms with the reality of what's happened in, in, ways that will permit us to move forward. And mm-hmm. my prayer is that we can find ways to be substantively supportive to these families. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever that means, you know, and however we choose to make, make that happen. But, you know, we, it is time for us to, I mean, it's just one of those times it's, t- it's, I mean, it's just a perspective setting kind of situation, That really makes you zoom out and think about what really matters and how quickly life can change. So, yeah, um, you know, if you are still dealing with this and feeling, you know, mourning someone, I've seen lots of know, therapy for black girls and some other counselors and mental health professionals that I follow have been talking about the process of grieving somebody that you've never met and how in this age of social media and the internet, how we come to get to know people without have actually like holding space for them or having relationship with them. So like acknowledging that there is a grieving grieving process that comes with losing somebody like this, like Kobe Bryant is who many of us grew up watching. Um, you know, had a twenty year career in the NBA, and we just just kind of like a mainstay, like a like an icon, like somebody. Who was a staple somebody who is um that comes to mind when you think about the nba so this is just it's going to take some time for us to we're not gonna be able to just you know get over this much like other major people that we've lost uh nipsey Russ nipsey hustle um michael jackson whitney you know, houston whitney houston Prince. all of these major major things i mean it's mm-hmm. just it, it's just it. This kind of news doesn't get easy. You don't get used to kind of getting this this news of this kind of tragedy. So,
2: no. And when you really step back and think about it, you know, Kobe is right right in that age same age bracket as us. You know what I'm saying? So, like you just said. You know, we remember watching Kobe get drafted. We remember we watching remember Kobe in college. We remember when he went to
3: prom with 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 Brandy. With Brandy <laughs> we remember like when we he was remember Mauricio, all of the he, things.
2: When he was, he's just he's he's just been a part of pop culture as long as we've known the pop culture of our time. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He grew up with us in that time. So, like I said, if you're a fan, if you're not a fan, it doesn't matter. This is still. It's still impactful, and then again, when you just when you just look at it from a completely human standpoint, this is just a, it's just a it's just a tragedy. It's just a tragedy. So it's okay to take that time. It's okay to log off, and and do what you need to do, um, and process how you need to process. But I just I just ask from a human standpoint that we all just try to be mindful that if, that multiple families are suffering immensely right now and if we could just be respectful of that and keep that in mind um you know it'll still show that this world has a little bit of humanity in it but um <clears throat> so we wanted to make sure that that you know that we that we definitely paid our respects um and spoke on that and uh, let's let's move forward with the show we're gonna have a really quick trash segment.
0: All
2: right. So I thought for the trash, we were just gonna keep it super brief. Um, you know, just just because this is a bit of a heavy week. Uh, and like you said, you got a little bit of reprieve from the Grammys. I didn't watch it in its entirety, but but I saw enough. I tuned in and out. You know, there were reasons why I tuned out at certain points. <laughs> Uh, so I thought we could talk about the talk about the Grammys a little bit for the trash segment. With it, so
3: give me your thoughts. I mean, it was I Grammys. don't know. I mean, I don't know who eighty nine percent of the people were who were on the show, but it was good to see a few familiar same, faces. Same.
1: Yeah, um,
3: I really. Let me see. Performances that I, I enjoyed. Uh, I, I I enjoyed Little Nas X's performance. Of course, I enjoyed the Nipsey Hustle tribute. Oh, yes. Um, And uh, I was not offended by Lizzo's performance. um and because she wasn't at a basketball game with her cheeks out well no i mean i'm just saying well lizzo is very talented that's what i'm saying but i mean i just very talented i don't particularly go up for her music but lizzo is very talented and i enjoyed her i mean i think she opened the show very well um ariana i enjoyed
2: the fact that her cheeks were not exposed to (laughs) unsanitary circumstances
3: (laughs) Um, that's fair (laughs) um I think Ariana Grande was a cool, uh, I guess. Um, Pointelle, Yes. Um, and I really, I enjoyed that little tribute that they did where they sung the song from Fame. I thought, yeah. I thought that that was, that was a good time. Uh, yes. Aerosmith and Run DMC gave us a very geriatric performance did but they're all grandpas they're all aged and elderly um and oh my god it's crazy to see it's so crazy to see like it's like they slowed the song down so that everyone (laughs) can keep up it's like walk this way talk, talk this, way. this way it was a very easy breezy <laughs> leisurely like a, like a starbucks i'm like version. these beats per minute have been slowed okay we have been halted and brought down to a nice casual stroll all um, we needed was a
2: husky voice white girl on
3: that walk this I mean, way it was very very
2: very and a guitar
3: it gave very much like Wow, this. I remember when y'all did the first throwback 20 years ago, but yeah, same. Here we are again, right? So, yeah, same. Um, who, um, let's yeah. say, who else? There I was
2: a young lady who did like a flamingo reggaeton. Oh, her was cool, yes. Oh, hers, is nice. She has a beautiful voice,
3: absolutely. Um, but yes, the Rosaria Rosalina Rosalia I don't know what her name is, but she was very, um, I was distracted, like by a by the new shoes. age Shakira yes that's what like, she
2: gave me it was like Sh- shalina like it was like she gave me a selena-esque outfit outside of those wretched shoes <laughs> but those you know, shoes those young people shoes child i i they drive <laughs> me let me tell you like oh my god we will do the petty peeves early those motherfucking shoes like i
3: hate them i hate those big block they anyway. call them like clonkers or clunkers or something
2: appropriate okay mm-hmm. Clydesdales, whatever y'all want to call them, I hate
3: them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate little them Nas X brought out heart. brought out Nas, so I thought I, I was injo- I enjoyed that.
2: I said, "Okay, Mr. Jones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you better mm-hmm. come." I, I was very pleased with that. I was very pleased with little. I'm always pleased with little X.
3: but yeah, you know. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, I felt like Alicia Keys did a lot of unnecessary singing, she, so. So yes, I mean more so, than any other host. I'm like, are you going to host? You're going to perform, girl, because I no, feel like every time you're going to come out, time. you're going to sing a song. What's happening?
2: And then when they announced that Alicia Keys was going to perform, I said, well, why are they announcing it? She's been doing. I mean, it the whole she's night. been
3: performing all night, like
2: since the, the very start of the show and night.
3: throughout.
2: I don't know. They definitely asked boys to men, which you know i'm i was very happy to see boys Men, but they definitely asked them at the last minute because they didn't give them an opportunity to put on shoes or <laughs> i like, mean
3: i felt like you know well you know
2: they you were can like you tell that could this just, was the
3: spur of the moment thing and no one was
2: prepared. yes they were like come um, as you are and that also also you all are not originally invited to this um no, which is they why they <laughs> part
3: of that other young man's performance
2: were they with charlie I, I wilson oh you see i i Tuned were, out a few which, times, which was
3: like mind-boggling mm-hmm. to me. I think what's his name, Tyler, the Creator.
2: Oh yes, I
3: missed his performance. So yes, he performed and like what he do? Wilson. Earthquake. And Charlie Wilson and Boyz II Men were singing like back. Were like I'm like what a time to be alive with Charlie Wilson well, and Boyz II Men are II singing. The they are oozing, eyeing. They are ooing and eyeing and boom, cat cacking for this young man for Tyler the Creator. Was like, did he say, you got my earthquake? Was that the song I he sang? No earthly idea what he mm-hmm. was doing. It was lots of movement and gyrating. <laughs> and I just <laughs> did you know, he have the bob? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, he did. I and I was just like, well, okay, <laughs> this is not for me. I love the Bob. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. I'm learning in 2020. I'm just like, oh, he's not talking to me. That's cool.
2: You know, I don't know a lot of things. I, so I'm going to be fully transparent. The Billie Eilish girl. Every time I heard the name, Billie Eilish, I was expecting, I, I was like, well, I thought it was the, the the guy from Lion King who played the voice of Pumbaa. I didn't know oh. that. I mean, Timon. I didn't know <laughs> that it was a it was a young lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that boy's? What's his his name is Billy something as well. So I just kept thinking his name was Billy Eilish. So every time somebody would say Billy Eilish, I'm like, that's the man from Lion King, right? The comedian. So I didn't even know who she was or what she looked like until last night. Same. But apparently, like, the girls go up. Well, yeah, I'm down. I'm not up. I guess, like, I'm not, I'm definitely, I don't know. I'm just clueless is what I am. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the, yeah, that was the Grammys. And Alicia Keys also had on bedazzled jeans. She had on bedazzled
3: jeans. She had on a scrunchie at one point. It was a
2: sparkly church scrunchie, too.
3: It was a whole lot for me.
2: She did. She had on. <laughs> she... It was vintage. The outfit was vintage 2002. Those
3: jeans with the little bedazzles all and over really them. And I really hope. She put on the I don't jacket. know. I don't know how, you know, I'm not as current. I don't know what her current stance is. But if Alicia keeps, I mean, I'm just saying this. She better not be out here talking about she don't wear makeup no more because full face all night. Now. <laughs> I Natural mean, full face. I mean, now, it was BB cream and individual eyelashes versus, mm-hmm. you know, a strip. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking concealer, contour, full face, which I'm not mad at, girl. Nope. I'm not Mm-mm. mad at because, listen, do your thing. You're going to be on the World Wide Web. You're going to be on television, national broadcasted television, you're hosting this is an occasion you must rise to nothing's wrong with your fresh face but let's come on let's act like we're going outside so i'm with it i'm with it i was not at all opposed um but i just was saying like there's just no way that alicia could be out here you all right you dying oh i turned my microphone off okay (laughs) um but um there's no way that alicia could be out here talking about she don't wear make wear the makeup no more because honey Lies you tell.
2: There's no need for us to tell tell whole truths now. Let's just be honest. Let's tell whole truths. Alicia makes me giggle, though. I I know she's irritating to most, and she has her moments, but she makes me laugh, because she be in her own spacey world. Your girl be high boots. Absolutely. And I can relate, so it's cool. And then will break out in song at any given moment. But I can guarantee you Boyz II Men did not invite her to be a part of that performance, but somehow,
3: <laughs> some way. I feel like she invited them. I think it was on, I think it was her idea. She
2: probably did, but she, and, and said, oh, and also I'm going to sing. I feel like it was a la- like a last minute announcement. But nonetheless, uh, that was the Grammys. Oh, Billy Porter.
3: Best dress. I need,
2: I need one of those hats. Best
3: dress hands down and i will say this nobody's fashion made me sit up straight like i felt like people didn't look bad like i wasn't mad you at actually it. you know
2: who my favorite look was imani um nipsey's daughter
1: Oh, that, was that. Favor- that was my favorite. That was my She looked like on. a little,
2: she had on like a mermaid style dress, but it was still very age appropriate for her. And this little, like, sheer number that when she lifted her arms, they looked like little wings. It was
3: so cute. That's adorable.
2: Imani was my favorite. She was my, my best dressed of
3: the night. Ariana Grande had a very big dress on. She looked like toilet tissue. I thought Lizzo <laughs> looked very nice. Um, Lizzo did look very nice. Um, but yeah, I felt like, I don't feel like anyone, I felt like Cardi looked like an ace bandage. No one was giving me anything, um, that I was like, oh, she turned it. I mean, the people didn't look bad, but I wasn't no. like, no, no one had, no one made like me. Like when me.
2: Zendaya shows up and we be like, she gave us a look.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nobody, I didn't feel that last night, but I also don't know if that was indicative of the mood. Maybe I need to go back and revisit these outfits with like fresh eyes, but as of right now the only thing that i wanted was billy i still want billy porter's hat i'll have that i will or Mm -hmm. at least a bootleg version um but yes we can move on to these shout outs
0: though all right we
2: have some shout outs tonight so first and foremost we have one from a listener hi ladies my name is breezy no need for a long paragraph just know that i fuck with y'all for real all right In a similar vein as Jade's shout-out last week, I have a shout-out as well. Hey Healer just got to Dallas, Texas area recently, and she's already out here changing lives. All the herbs, tinctures, fresh-made teas, lectures, acupuncture, yoga, and meditations are in a central location by a black woman. I went into her store with two requests, and she educated me and provided me with a tea, which worked damn near instantly. She's also helping me support my grandma's healing as she goes through chemo for colon cancer with knowledge, herbs, and soursop. I put her IG handle, a recent article about her, and her website below. So her tag is Hey Healer. That's Hey with Two Y's. And then I'll also be sure to link those, um link that article and link her website in the description box. Thanks so much for all you two do. Forever inspire Breezy. So We wanted to shout out Hey Healer in the Dallas, Texas area. If you're looking for a central location where a black woman leads um, yoga and meditations and acupuncture and does lectures and makes teas and herbs, that sounds like my kind of carrying on. (laughs) So uh, I'll be sure to put all of the information in the description box so you can find her if you're in the Dallas area. Who you got, sis?
3: All right, so I wanted to shout out a young lady um that I had the opportunity to meet this past week at um my organization's annual conference. Um her name is Sierra. Um Sierra was acknowledged uh at the event as a Patricia K. Cross scholar. Um it was this award is is a, the K Patricia Cross Future Leaders Award recognizes graduate students who show exemplary promise as future leaders of higher education, um, leaders who demonstrate a commitment to developing academic and civic responsibility in, them, responsibility in themselves and others, and those who work whose work reflects a strong emphasis on teaching and learning. Um, every year, um, the organization selects a number of uh, cross scholars um, from a bevy of nominations that they receive. And, uh, Sierra was selected to be a 2020 Cross Scholar. She's a graduate student at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. And, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about more about this in my petty peeve, but, um, of course, uh, Sierra was the only black woman selected, um, amongst this year's, uh, cohort of Cross Scholars. And, um, While we were at the meeting, she let uh, my colleagues and other folks know that, you know, I guess people were asking her if there was anyone else that she would like to meet. And she said that she wanted to meet me. Um, So we had an opportunity to connect um, and I was able to get her email address. So hoping that we can continue to um, connect over time. And if there's any way that I can be supportive, um, you know, I'm happy to do that. But uh, Sierra was really vocal about the ways in which, um, she was encouraged and felt, um, supported, um, and, you know, seen in the space, um, because she knew that I was going to be there and that made me feel really good. So, um, I wanted to just give you a shout out and commend you on all the work that you're doing there at UMBC and, um, in the field at large. Um, I wanted to commend you for showing up as your full and complete self in this space that's not designed for us to do that. Um, And I wanted to continue to, um, you know, like I said, um, I'm going to send you an email, but it's my hope that I can continue to be supportive to you on your journey forward um, into your career. Um, So shout out to you, Sierra and all the other uh, K Patricia cross future leaders, um, scholars and everything else, but especially Sierra for, being exactly who she is and still qualified and recognized for her effort, for her work, um, and for her contribution. Yes, Sierra. Pop your gum and wear your door knockers. That's probably. it. That's it. Um, and continue to, to to promise me and promise yourself that you won't uh, compromise or change or or feel like you cannot be who you are in these spaces.
2: I love it. I love it. Shout out to y'all. And um, yeah, let's move on to this kitchen table talk. Let's do it. Um,
3: Let's do it again. This year, tackle high interest credit card debt with Upstart, the revolutionary lending platform that offers smarter rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness upstart believes you're more than just your credit score they reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate they make it fast simple and easy to check your rate and since it's a soft pull it won't affect your credit score once the loan is approved and accepted most people get their funds the very very next business day
2: over four people that's a lot of people have used upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash grown to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash grown. Grown, grown, grown.
3: All right, we're back uh, around the kitchen table to continue our conversation about um, self love and accountability setting, and, and accountability and intention setting for 2020. Um, for those of you who may not have ap- had opportunity to listen to last week's last week's show, we uh, decided um, that we were going to in, engage in the practice of writing ourselves love letters, love letters to ourselves, to kind of expand upon, uh, I guess, the practice of kind of vision boarding and intention setting for the year kind of framing it from a from a place of love and admiration and acknowledgement of self um and hopefully using that as a as a way to um get us in the right space to pursue our goals and walk out um you know each day of the new year toward our objectives and things that we've set out to do um so there was a letter, um, I mean, there was an article, I'm sorry, that was published on Exo Nicole. Um, it was. We included it in, um, well, we discussed it and mentioned it last week. Um, but this is the, where the inspiration for this came from. It was written by Shelley Warren, it was published in the fall of last year. And when I read it, let, read it then, I said that I wanted to kind of, you know, put this as something that we should be doing um, in the for the start of 2020. So um, Shelly talks about how love letter writing to yourself, you know, brings about certain benefits. So just to recap, writing things down is good for you. It helps you to express emotions, provides clarity to your thoughts and helps you in setting goals and benchmarks to track your progress over time. Um, It also um, helps you to document how you feel about yourself, which is useful for combating negative self-biases and negative um, self-talk. And she also gives some really useful statistics and science that actually has been able to show how we are naturally wired for negative biases. And we have to work to kind of reprogram those things um, and retrain our brains to think more positively Um, writing love letters to yourself can reset your thinking on challenging days. It's also something like in, in terms of like when you wake up in the morning on the wrong side of bed and you're struggling this letter, you can pull back out and reread it to yourself as many times as you need to, to just kind of clear your head and get you back on track. And finally, um, getting in, in, engaging in this process of, of loving on yourself, you know, out loud or in this, um, in this instance, in writing is helpful in setting the standard of how you want to be treated in all of your relationships. So it, it's really just kind of like um, you kind of saying, this is how I'm going to love myself. And mm-hmm. doing so, you know, almost demands mm-hmm. that those who you're in relationship with have to, at the very least, meet that standard. Was it. So I wanted us to write love letters to ourselves. And there was no right or wrong way to do it. There's no... Um, template it was really just about what do you think that you like how would you how would you want to love on yourself um and what what kinds of things do you love about yourself inside and out um and what are the promises that you're going to make to yourself um based on on that love so I thought before we read our letters sis I wanted to first kind of couch this by just maybe getting us to mention three things that we love about ourselves physically and then three things that we love about ourselves, you know, at internally or as people. And then we'll just go ahead and read our letters. Okay. So uh, what do you want to do first? Outside things you love or inside things you love?
2: Well, I think I did the inside things with
3: my letter. Okie doke. So we can do the outside things. All right. So give me three things that you think are pretty hot um, as it relates to your body.
2: Well, you know, I'm. I'm. Even though it has been, uh, a, the bane of my existence, <laughs> I am very grateful that I was not born with, in the words of the late great John Witherspoon, flat booty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this tail.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, if if I get her down a little bit, I would, but I can't. I, I've fully come to realize that she is her own she's her own personality and so i'm grateful that i have her as opposed to you know a flat booty amen um i think my freckles are pretty cool you know i'm i'm pretty okay with those they've never really bothered me too much and i realized when you know, hoes start started using eyeliner to put freckles on their face. That um, <laughs> these might be a special thing, indeed. And then a third thing. All right. Let's see. I'll I'll, I'll I'll name something that I don't necessarily love, but I have come to embrace.
3: That's a good. That's a good one. I'll probably be doing many much of that.
2: I have a very short neck. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, I it's not just- that
3: short. You can still wear hoops.
2: I can wear hoops. I can wear hoops. There are girls do. who
3: can't wear hoops.
2: <laughs> no, they can't because be you're up here looking like a reverse Maybe mini all pose. like hoops all sitting <laughs> on their shoulders. You know, I do have a long enough neck to wear hoops, which is the positive. Yes. But I have also come to embrace that I don't have the longest of necks. And that's okay because I might look a little weird if I had a really long neck now that I realize I don't have super long legs. You know, I have a longer torso and... So I just feel like okay, this neck works with whatever is happening here on this body. So those are my three things. What you got?
3: I'm with it. Um, I have. It's this is these are things. This is most of the things on my list are things that I did not initially think were the bee's knees, but I have come to appreciate with aging over time. Okay. Um, I. I have come to celebrate my bone structure. Yes. I have not always celebrated my bone structure or my features. Um, You know, because, you know, when you're younger and in school, like, kids tease you about things that are different. Right? So I've always had really strong features, really big lips and high cheekbones and all that stuff. And I was not taught to celebrate those things. It was kind of like, oh, my gosh, your face is so bony. Like, or or like... (laughs) So angular and all these other things that weird things that people say to you when they don't kids, know what else kids to say. say
2: weird evil shit. Honestly. Um,
3: but yeah, so I've come to appreciate appreciate that. Um, and I think As that I think that makeup and me like playing with makeup has taught me to appreciate things about me that I that I've not always appreciated. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, the second thing I will have to say is um my my complexion like my skin tone Mm -hmm. um because I'm I'm a brown girl but again makeup and things like that have have taught me to celebrate my undertone so I'm a brown girl but I'm not red I'm golden which means Mm -hmm. that you know there are certain colors that I think look really good on me but um you know I've really just come to appreciate and value like the richness Of my complexion um, in ways that I I haven't always on my life. So I'm very grateful for that. And finally, I'm going to join you and say that I have come to really appreciate uh, my behind. Um, (laughs) So this is the thing. Like, I've always had a big butt um and and it was it for because you know especially there's like stick there's stigma associated with having a big butt oh yeah you fast or yeah like you're yeah so like (laughs) and especially coming up in church i think i've talked about this on the show before but Mm -hmm. like coming up in church um because of those stigma like you're told to cover up and wear clothes that are too big for you and really not taught that there is a way that you can work clothes that fit you that are not like, you know, and and not, you know, that are flattering, be suggestive or promiscuous or anything like that. So right. as I've come and to be to be to, I think I think what has helped this in the pat in the last few weeks is that I've been very proud of myself. I'm very di- I've been very diligently going to Orange Theory. Um, for you
0: have. Months.
3: It has been six months. And. I am really, really, so I I've complained a lot on here and on social media about how this is a different kind of workout for me. Um, so I'm very much used to just like doing a bunch of cardio and getting, getting smaller. Um, but of course with orange theory, this is like high impact um, hit, you know, high impact interval training. Um, and you, you so your body like shapes out differently. So I'm building muscle mm-hmm. and my body is starting to shape out in a way Um, that I was like not so sure about at first because I felt like I was getting bigger or heavier I should say heavier not bigger but like you know this whole like muscle being heavier than fat is a real thing and Mm -hmm. like you know muscle kind of sits different so like while I've always had a big butt and in working out running and things like that my butt tends to climb my back (laughs) like (laughs) sitting right underneath my neck Um, but you know That all that being said, I've come to really value and appreciate the way that working out and taking proper care of my body has made my shape look. So I've always been a thick and shapely girl, but now I'm like thick and shapely and a little fit. And I feel like it is evident, like, you know, even in my my beloved pencil skirts, like like my butt sits differently in them. And I have come to enjoy that.
0: I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. It
2: was fine both ways. It was I, fine, like them because not you're happy. I'm
3: happy. Yes, indeed. So yes, we are we are coming to value. We have, we are celebrating these things about about ourselves. So I guess we can um get into the letters.
2: Yeah, let's get into them.
3: Um, do you want to go? You first? go first. No, okay. you
2: go first because your shit be like all eloquent and <laughs> well, what do you mean <laughs> that would be mad deep no go ahead I just I want like you, I to write hear yours. yeah you're no you're a writer that's what you do I like to write so that's what you do
3: this is kind of like me just sitting down the computer and this is what came out so I don't want anybody to feel like I literally wrote this maybe like in 30 minutes before I left work today so it was I, and i've been trying to think about it all week but i didn't want to overthink it and like make Same. it sound like shakespeare or anything so i literally just <laughs> sat down and was like girl this is something that i feel like i can continue to read um something that i you know would be like an affirmation for me um so like to hear it here it goes now okay all right. <clears throat> dear kia First of all, I wish to congratulate you on a job well done. 2019 felt like a tornado, rife with all manner of ripping and running, and you took it like a G. Whether it was squaring up with a new experience, adapting through an unforeseen circumstance, following through on a goal or a vision, you found a way to keep showing up, and that's not something that many people can say. You didn't quit, even when you wanted to, even when that felt like the path of least resistance. I commend you for your diligence. I also acknowledge your fatigue. This has also been the year of this has also been the year of acknowledging your humanity, the softer, gentler, and more fragile parts of you that you've been ignoring here lately. In 2020, I'm asking you to commit to restoration and figuring out how to build regularly scheduled rest and recalibration into your daily practice. At the end of the day, Kia, you are just a girl. Mommy raised you in the tradition of being selfless bold, black, fully immersed in the sea of thankless superwomandom. Jumping feet first into meeting the needs of those we love is our legacy as black women. We are steeped in self-reliance and self-sufficiency all while being expected to cook, oh, fix plates, fold fitted sheets, and any and all other dutiful responsibilities of making a home for those we love. Our service to God is demonstrated by our commitment to family, church, and community but you can't pour from an empty cup. So in 2020, we acknowledge our limitations, not in judgment of self, guilt, or shame, but we are slowly but surely coming to treasure who we are, the value of our gifts, and how critical it is to keep ourselves safe and healthy. I promise to protect you, Kia. I promise to respect you and love on you in ways I've yet to learn. I promise to take the time to study you and learn your needs and your desires your tendencies, your habits. I've realized that I've, been con- I've not been kind to you, and I'm sorry. I'm ashamed of the things that I've thought and said about you, the ways I've dismissed you and downplayed who you are and how you are. I've tried to change you and make you fit into spaces and places you don't fit in. I force you to contend and cavort with people you don't like and who you know don't like you. I am sorry. I didn't create space for you to properly process the traumas of your life, I forced you back to work, back to normal before you were ready. I recognize how damaging my hastiness has been and I'm going to slow down and take it easy with you. I'm going to spend more time in gratitude and in cultivating right relationship with God and with you. I'm going to spend time in getting to know you again, purposefully seeking to know and be exactly who you were created and purposed to be. I'm going to speak less and listen more and be way more thoughtful in how I use my words. I'm gonna focus on healing and finding my hope again. I'm gonna study God's word and build a sustained relationship with him. I'm gonna learn his love so that I can recognize it, feel it, share it, and show it. I'm going to oh, build a relationship that feeds my faith and trust in him. I'm going to continue to put him first and be a good, stu- good steward over what he's given me to manage. I'm going to work with excellence as unto him. I'm going to study and be disciplined in cultivating the seeds of scholarship and business he's planted in me. I'm going to take care of my body, my mind, and my spirit. I'm going to think about my future, not from the perspective of what I want to have or where I want to go, but how I want to be known and remembered, what memories I want to make, how those who know me or know of me will speak of me. I want to learn love and partnership. I want to manage wealth and legacy. I want to laugh loudly and from a place of security and assurance. I deserve these things and I shall have them. Takiya, you are God's daughter. He had great things in mind when he formed you. He's kept you and covered you to this point And he's not going to stop ensuring that you have what you need and what you desire. He's patient with you. He knows what makes you tick and what trips you out. He's so close to you in every moment and he won't let anything happen to you. Nothing can separate you from his love. You are brilliant, you are gifted, you are competent and you will have great impact in the world. You are an educator, you are a student, you are a communicator, you are a community builder. You are healed, you are healthy, you are fit, you are whole, you are loved, you are special, you are wanted, you are safe. You are not limited by the circumstances or the challenges that you may be facing. God is aware of all things concerning you. You will set goals. You will accomplish them. Go forth and be brilliant with love. Me. Me yay see this is why
2: niggas be putting your quotes on post-it notes and shit
3: no way yes. i kept stuttering and stumbling so I hope no that, that was That was
2: beautiful 30 minutes that took me 30 minutes too and i'm like yeah
3: <laughs> i want that to was get into beautiful though talking to myself like this it felt weird no. at first but like mm-hmm. you like the more i did it it was like man this is something that i that i should be doing a lot more of but I'm gonna I bet, stop talking. and
2: I love and I love to hear it. I I'm, love to hear it. I love to hear you talk to yourself like that. Y'all don't know because Kia be, let me yo, Kia be Mike Tyson, and Kia. <laughs> okay. And we be sitting up here like, girl, what's happening? But so I love I love that you spoke to yourself like that. Well, you know I'm very Virgo. <clears throat> oh my very direct and to the point. Okay. Right. <laughs> so this is gonna be good. It's 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 you know it's what it is <laughs> all right here we go hey queen how do you manage to troll even yourself oh what a gift <laughs> <laughs> when I stop to think about it you're a pretty resilient piece of human it hasn't been the hardest life there are people out there who have had it far worse but it hasn't been the easiest either and somehow you've managed to continue to get yourself through. When you start to get down on yourself about what you need to be doing remember you've done quite a bit instead of judging yourself for all the different paths and routes you've taken look at all the interesting and varied lives you've lived they've all prepared you for the greatness that you have coming to you because it's coming you're a hard worker and not afraid to get your hands dirty to do that work you know it is nobody's responsibility but your own to make sure that you're good and when you really think about it, you're more fulfilled when you're in the trenches busting titties. <laughs> but also remember to buy your, to, that you deserve rest. You deserve to take a nap without guilt. You deserve to say no. You deserve to buy yourself that ounce. It's how you get over. <laughs> Doing a nice thing for yourself doesn't take away from anything you do for your family or for others. Speaking of which, you're a good-ass friend. Let's be clear. You're mean, but not to the people you love. You never want your loved ones to feel any of the hurt you've ever felt. You recognize that you have the ability to choose your extended family and you go out of your way to show those people in your own way that you're down for them. You support them. You champion them and sincerely want them to win. You love taking care of people, making sure they're fed and they're comfortable. That's your love language. Don't, Don't downplay it. You have gifts. Don't be hard on yourself because you're not the most eloquent speaker in the conference. You were meant to do other things and those things are beautiful. Your work and your healing is in your hands. Mm. Whether it be with food, herbs, or plant babies, this is where your power lies. Continue to harness that energy. It's powerful. You've grown pretty comfortable with who you are. It's a beautiful thing. We still have a long way to go, but to be at a point where you're truly good with who you are as a person in your heart You don't allow anybody to shake that. K-T-S-E, as the kids say. It's one of those things that keeps you grounded. Always remember, talk to you nice. And that's it. I love
3: it. That's it, mommy. So good. We got some (sighs) letters from some listeners. People sharing excerpts and and, um, portions of their self-love letters. Um and let me just make sure I start them. Yeah, but I want to make sure we can say names. Um oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, she says you can use my name. So this one is from Rachel. She says uh when I look at you I am speechless. When I reflect on your strength I am stunned. I am admired by you. I stand in awe before you witnessing the grace that you are cloaked in despite what you may think. I am so proud of you. Your resilience emanates Off of you, reassuring those around you. Your strength is a pillar displayed through your confidence. Your joy radiates, signaling your trust in a higher power. You are still here, despite what you have been through, and I admire your willingness to keep going. I love your smile and how it brightens up a room. I love your humor and how it shakes up those around you. I love your passion and how it endures trauma. I love your creativity and how it knows no limits. I love your heart and how it loves deeply. I love your spirit and how it's in sync with God. You am- you amaze me. Your willingness to grow and do better is powerful. Your passion and creativity set you apart. You don't completely understand the power you possess, but when you do, don't take it lightly. You can move mountains.
2: Dope. Mm. I love it. Yes, Ray.
3: Yes.
2: Ray. I love that. So we good. got another one. We'll mm. read one more, okay. actually. Dear me, myself, my mind, and my heart. These will start like this, and you can write them to whatever you feel you need to write them to. I know to most they may seem ridiculous, but to be honest, you need this. Everyone has a way of releasing stress or thoughts, either by screaming, with a journal, or through talking. You talk constantly and speak your mind, but sometimes it's hard to get the words out. There are unhealthy ways to get things out, like through drugs or drink or when people cut themselves. Oh, But you are using a healthy way to relieve yourself so do not ever think this is pointless or your thoughts do not matter letters will be of different things such as things you hope to reminisce over when you get older or feelings you never want to forget whether good or bad or whether they taught you something or you just had fun and never want to forget it or just to never forget a part of yourself in the long run letters are like reminders sometimes you and everyone in the world will be caught in the moment and will forget all about a specific feeling they treasured and once had. had. For example, going on a trip to Atlantic City and seeing how beautiful the world is, and then years later seeing the news and watching a scary earthquake or someone who's recently got shot, and now filling your mind with how cruel the world is, forgetting the good portions you've experienced and seen. Who knows, maybe these letters will benefit someone someday, like you looking back on your life in either 20 years or even 20 days for all you care. You can type whatever thoughts you want and you can say whatever you need to say, but the one thing you cannot do is lie in a letter. A letter to yourself should be a letter of truth. You're only expecting you to read it and only you know the truth. So in all honesty, if you lie in a letter or try as best to sugarcoat everything, you will only be fooling yourself, which is the opposite of the purpose for a letter. So in writing these letters to be honest with yourself to the best of your abilities, this is not a journal because these will not be daily. You may feel the urge to write one when a feeling hits or when you think about something worthwhile. Sincerely, mind. And <clears throat> they wrote that in 2016 and shared it with us wow. as we um said we were going to talk about this. So oh, and they say, so I was... uh. I was excited to share this when you mentioned sending in letters to ourselves, and I hope I'm not too late. I'm 19 in college to become an animator, and I've been writing these letters to myself for a couple of years. Now, at 19, you've been doing this for a couple of years? You're ahead of the game. And from experience, I can say it helps organize my thoughts a lot. This specific letter I wanted to send in reminds me why I wanted to do this for myself and is the shortest of them all. Have a good night, ladies. So that's from Mind. Thank you, Mind. Thank you very much. So we encourage you all to write love letters to yourself and whatever, however those letters need to be dictated. You only, you know what that is there. Like Kia said, there's no specific way. There's no wrong way. There's no right way to do this. I had no clue how Kia was going to write a letter to herself and she had no clue how I was going to write one. So, this is not, there's no outline for this. This is literally how you need to talk to yourself. But it's for us to continue to uh, to try to see the good in ourselves. And, you know, there's a lot of self-deprecation that happens. And sometimes we need a
3: reminder and that reminder needs to come from us.
2: Absolutely. So.
3: And this is something that you can uh, continue to build on, continue to draw from um, as time progresses. Um, whether you want to... You know, set time in your calendar to check back once a month or even just like whenever you feel the urge, there's no right or wrong way to do it. But it's just a practice of um, really um, creating a space, and opportunity for you to love on yourself in ways that don't feel weird or awkward. Um, and I really, I really got a lot out of it and I, and I definitely think that I'm going to continue to build on my letter, um, as the weeks progress. So let us know what y'all think, give it a shot, leave comments, reactions, responses. Um, we'd love to continue the conversation, um, but thought this would be a dope way for us to set some intentions about how we're going to move in 2020.
2: Absolutely. And we'll revisit this absolute this would be a good check-in let's move on to our honesty bags
3: okay honestly truly
2: okay oh the this one is titled relationship drama for the honesty box Oh boy. so let's get into it dear dr j i mean dr dr j All dear right. dr kia and chef jade first giving honor to god who is the head of my life that's right <laughs> i recently started listening to the podcast and i've been on a major binge. Thank you both for blessing us with the Weekly Gems to help navigate this ghetto that is adulting, and it is one. Mm -hmm. You ladies are my best friends in my head, and in the few short weeks I've been listening, your podcast has helped me more than you'll ever know. Now, about these relationship issues, yes, let's get to the mess. My boyfriend and I have been together for about six years. Overall, we have a happy and supportive relationship. However, there's one thing that genuinely bothers me. He never posts photos of us together or any of me at all (laughs) on social media, whether we're traveling, spending time with friends or having a date night. He will constantly post Instagram pictures and stories, but it appears as if he's engaging in these activities alone. He's very active on social media as in multiple posts daily, but never ever acknowledges me. No woman crush Wednesday, not even a birthday shout out. Yet he's always posting photos of, of, or with friends, both male and female and family. I've even seen him strategically frame photos so that I am not in them, and if it's an Instagram story I'm talking in the background, he will delete, re-record, and post the version without my voice. He claims social media isn't a big deal to him. However, when we're out, he will ask me to take photos for IG literally multiple times to get the perfect shot. I will then suggest we take a few together, and he typically obliges, although not enthusiastically in my opinion, The pictures of us often turn out nice, but he has literally never posted any publicly exhibits attached, and she definitely included exhibits. I've asked him about this in the past, and he says it's because he doesn't want people in his business and that I shouldn't let social media define our relationship, which is in no way what I am implying. The behavior just seems odd. It would be a completely different situation if he rarely used social media, but because he's always on it and consistently posting photos of himself and others, I can't help but feel insecure as though he's hiding me. Plenty of people are aware that we're together, but something about this feels strange. So I've stopped posting photos of him. I never shared much in the past anyway, but would occasionally. Am I overreacting? As I type out my grievances, they sound petty, but I'm almost 31 years old. He's 29, excelling in my career and continuing to chase this bag, so I don't have time for foolishness. Should I try talking to him again about how I perceive his actions? What would you all do? Apologies for the long email, but I'm struggling with this and would appreciate your thoughts and advice. Love you both to pieces and wish you continued success and blessings. Yours truly, A Concealed Girlfriend.
3: Wow, so <laughs> i I'm torn. I'm gonna be honest because mm-hmm. um I have seen so okay, I think that there, there could be a couple of things happening here um I feel like I, I have seen you know people really go overboard with the posting like of their significant other Mm -hmm. on social media till it becomes like, like we are literally inundated with just their relationship and nothing else. Um, And (laughs) that can be a lot. Right. And I mean, it can be a particularly messy, especially when, you know, we transition in and out of relationships when people break up. Do you like go back and delete? Ugh. Do you know it's just like a lot. It's just a lot to manage. And I have it for is. and for that reason, like, you know, because of that, I have seen individuals go from being all in, I'm gonna post you, you're gonna be my MCM every week, and everybody's gonna know we together. I've seen them go from that to like, ain't nobody gonna know this is a thing until we get married we get married and then i might show your hand and that's it mm-hmm. because i kind of see both sides as to like why you know you want people to you want to post them you know you know, social media is like you know parts of your life right and if i'm a part of your life then i should be a part of your social media like i shouldn't um but I also feel like there, you have to have some boundaries. So I'm kind of like in in the mix here and in between. But I am very concerned about the lens that he's going to, to. Oh yeah, no. To this is that's 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 what concerns me. Like now, because <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I've been in and out of relationships, and y'all didn't know nothing about it. This um, is very true. But at the same time, I'm not going to crop people out of pictures or like Mm re-record stories um, or anything like that I think that there are some extremes here It's and especially especially if you're asking me to take the photos that you're going to post on Instagram and I'm not (laughs) in or around them in any way shape form or fashion because what I am not is your personal photographer that's it but um yeah i i I feel like that would bother me and I understand your concerns. What mm-hmm. I would do though, I feel like I would just have to have a real life conversation and just tell him how what he's doing makes me feel yeah. um because if you've never said anything, he could very well be thinking she's not tripping. Um, but we have to be very direct, especially when we are engaging with our male counterparts. We have to be very fundamental, almost elementary, and use very basic language (laughs) and just say, when you do X, it hurts my feelings. It makes me feel like you're trying to hide me. You're ashamed of me. Is that the case? Blink twice for yes and once for no. Like So like, I don't know. I I, I do feel like... I I totally understand why you would be bothered or concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if it were me, those are the steps that I would take. What What about you? sis? I agree with you. I agree with you on
2: everything. Um, social media is not everything. You don't want everybody in your business. Everybody knows who my husband is. He's going to be in my shit. Like it would be weird if he wasn't. But I really try not to give you all a sore throat by shoving him down it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's a part of my life. You'll see him sometimes. Sometimes you won't. Um, however, like Kia said, I am very concerned to the lengths that this nigga parkours to keep you out of his yeah, post. Like, he's working. It's like, just... this is like an
3: intentional... <laughs> Like, oh shoot, bae's in the back. Let me take this over. Right. What? And I'm
2: <laughs> not I'm not trying to feed any insecurity or or anything. And I don't even think this is insecurity. I think your your feelings are very valid. Um and like Kia said, I would talk to him very directly and be like, yo, okay, like you you talk about not wanting people in your business but they're in every aspect of your business except for this right like what's like do we need to have uh, nigga what are these like again you are literally like doing crossfit to keep me out of your posts what's up with that you know it's the lengths that you're going to keep me out of this is not about not wanting people in your business we've been together six years you know, but I'm I'm not asking you to post me every day or every time we're out. But the fact that it's so important that I take these photos of you because you are doing it for the gram, but you don't want them to know. Like, it's weird. His behavior is just weird. It's weird behavior. It's
3: very strange. And I think that you are completely warranted in ha- having these questions. Absolutely valid. And, and fully, don't let him
2: gaslight you either. Right. And I fully don't.
3: encourage you to just go ahead and just call a thing a thing
2: yeah like Um, nigga this is weird nigga behavior and and don't
3: allow him yeah when you say gaslight like don't allow him to make you feel like you're doing too much by asking because i i mean i don't i do feel like you should go into the conversation with all intentions of being productive i'm not asking you to you know go in there rolling your neck and snapping your fingers but just kind of saying like flat out hey this is bothering me um i would Mm -hmm. like to know what it's about um like are we in this like are we in this in the same ways are do you have reservations like what is it um and i mean it may very well be that his last situation he you know they was in each other's profile picture <laughs> and then and then when the situation went left or when it when it fizzled out and faded away there was just a whole lot of uh you know cleaning up that needed to be done of his social media so he he may just have a hard rule but if that's the case he needs to say that yeah um such that you won't be over there thinking the thoughts that you're thinking because no one wants to be insecure in their relationship
2: no eight and six years is a is, is this is, is substantial a time. this is this you is know not a little bit of time <laughs> No, not at all. So, um, and yeah, I'm looking at these pictures that you sent as well. He definitely does it for the gram, like for certain. In the fact that you're doing angles and shit, no, my nigga, like no, uh, uh-uh, I'm not. We, I'm not getting ready to be out here. Yeah, and I mean, a I would feel and, all the
3: way. If you crop like, me what? out, if you crop take, me out, you, right? Did you just
2: take me out the picture? <laughs> like that's that's where he's just it's the it's the length to which he's going that gives me pause. <laughs>
3: So is it's, this wait? So these are other people in the pictures. These are this is
2: these. No, are, that's her. She's so she sent pictures of them together, but she said
3: he don't of post all these, these
2: photos. He don't post those. And when they went on this vacation, the only the picture that he posted was of him on the boat.
3: Oh, I, yeah, I got a problem with that.
2: Yeah, I don't like it. And you're very cute, so I don't know what is, I don't know what's going on. But keep us updated, please. Please keep us updated. And, so
3: this is one picture where they went to a wedding together, though. But yeah, that's but he page. didn't
2: post it. Ah. Yeah, exactly. That's on her page, not his. Yeah, i got not questions his.
3: As well. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to know what what is
2: happening here. I I really want to know. So again, we're letting you know right now in case he tries to gaslight you in any form or fashion. You your feelings are valid. Do not let him change those. Your feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid his behavior is weirdo shit okay and we want answers so like he said don't go into a confrontational i'm just speaking to you very direct <laughs> but um but speak your pieces you, you you have every right to do so and keep us updated let us know how it turns out and continue to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com we can move right on to this black woman self-care
0: i deserve-
3: Oh, oh, yeah. it's time to talk about the self care that we so richly deserve yes. um, I uh, in 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 my own black woman self care I was very diligent about making sure that I made it to the gym three times this week I also um allow myself to rest when I was tired um I was very tired. I had a very long day at the conference this past week. Thursday and Friday were extraordinary long days. And I had told myself that I was going to go out and do something Friday night. Even made a little bit of some plans. But as I was driving home, I had a conversation with myself. And I said, self, girl, you sleepy. Um, So I went on ahead and, and brought myself into the house proceeded to uh, uh, take my clothes off and I got in the bed and I was there for the full length. (laughs) Like I was there very early and I stayed and I did not rush myself up and out of the bed. Um, But yes, I mean, I spent really awesome time in my apartment this weekend. Very grateful for my space. Um, You know, just, just enjoying my apartment. I think we get caught up in what we want. We get caught Mm -hmm. up in complaining, you know, this space is cramped. I got too much stuff. It's kind of junky that blah, 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 blah. But I was having a conversation with Latoya around just like how powerful gratitude can be and the practice of gratitude um, is as, as far as like bringing you what you need when you need it um Mm -hmm. so I was really just in here just like you know like you know lord this little studio apartment that you gave me it is just enough for me I'm very comfortable here I don't feel like you know I need to be anywhere else but here right now everything I need is in this apartment everything in here you've helped me to pay these pay my bills every month I have you know cable and and whatever I want whatever I, my bed is comfortable my my space is organized the way that I like yes. it I really just, just took some time to just enjoy my space and clean my kitchen and my bathroom and just like I'm home and I don't often yes. get a chance to just be home because I travel and do so much for work but I took full advantage of the weekend and I enjoyed myself at home I love it I
2: love it well mine is similar no it's not kind of <laughs> um i agree with you that your home is your it should be your your sanctuary we speak about that often because we really mean it you need to be able to be comfortable in the space that you're in and uh i think in this in this in these big ages that we're reaching big age. that that's becoming even more key so i've you know really started trying to curate my space to to the point where i do love being home um it's not even finished but I still love being home and I I love you know getting in and organizing things and really setting myself up for what I want I did that today I cleaned my closet um but anyway this actual self-care this weekend I worked alongside with Santana we did a quinceanera and it was long days it was like the event went really really well very smooth you know, very, very successful, super prepped up. So it was very easy, but it was just long days, 10 hour day. And then the the event day was a 13 hour day on my feet. So, and it was not, it it was probably a 15 hour day with commute. But so, so, and then Sunday I didn't get a chance to, to, to rest and relax because Noah has dance and I had to do that. And then You know, you run a couple errands and she wanted to go to the park, even though it was cold as Jack's. And, you know, we got tragic news. So it was like I really wanted to stop and appreciate um, my time with my child. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm cold and it's kind of gray outside. But how often is she going to want to go to the park for the rest of her life? You know what I'm saying? So the fact that she asked, I was like, all right, you know what? We're going to go to the park. And we did. And I gave her a time limit. (laughs) But we went and we swung. And, you know, it was no videos. And I didn't record any stories or anything (laughs) like that. It was just time with her to go and and play and spun her around on some spinny thing. And then I took her and got some ice cream after and let her feel like she was doing some popping shit because she had ice cream before we went for dinner. So and then we went to dinner after that. So it was just a nice, easy... It was an easy day. <clears throat> um, And it was a necessary day, especially with these times and with all of the news that we're getting. It's important to appreciate the people in your life and appreciate little moments like that. So that was my Black woman self-care this
3: week. Awesome sauce. Time with family. Very necessary. Much needed time with family. And... Yes. We need that, especially... Given, like you said, given what we've all been, yeah, processing and dealing with. But good black women self-care. Let's move yes. forward into the petty peeve, shall we? Petty. Yes, we shall. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey.
2: So my petty peeve is brief this week. Um... Communicate. It's communication is so key and it doesn't take much for us to communicate. If you make an oblig if you, you set an obligation and you tell somebody you're gonna do something, if you can't do it, that's not the big deal. We're all adults and we should understand how life works, that things happen. Um but you've got to consider other people's time, schedules, circumstances logistics, you've just got to show respect for that by communicating and letting people know what's going on. If you can't make it for something, if you can't show up, if you can't fulfill something that you said you would, it takes literally six seconds for you to let that person know that you're not going to be able to do so. And as long as you're dealing with a reasonable human being, then it's all good. But it's really inconsiderate when you just leave people hanging and they don't know what's getting ready to happen. And that's my petty peeve this week sounds good what's well, <laughs> Um
3: so I'm also gonna try to be brief but um, I'm gonna refer back to our uh, shout out to the sis yes I'm um, interested to hear this so okay um what bugs me is um if you have a question if you're curious about something if there's something that you want to know um, I think you'd just be better off being very direct and asking instead of trying to like insinuate and ask around something because when mm. you do that like you're you're being you may be suggesting things that I don't know if you intend so um, when it was brought to my attention and that Sierra wanted to meet me at first one of my colleagues just sent a very standard email and just letting me know that there was somebody at the conference who mentioned that she wanted to meet me um, and it would it be okay for her to you know, arrange an email introduction. And I was like, of course, no problem. Um, But I guess the young lady um, must have shared, I don't know if she shared it with other staff members or if my colleague um, that reached out to me via email has shared it with other colleagues. But throughout the day at the conference, I was approached by several um, individuals and they were saying things like, um, well, you're so popular, you're just... You're just quite the superstar. Um, and I would be like, well, what do you mean? Or like, what are you talking about? And they so were passive aggressive insinuating that, you know, of all the people, actually several, several of them actually use these words, paraphrasing, of course, but along these lines, but of all the people that Sierra could meet at the conference, she wanted to meet you. Why? Or, like, you know, like, what's going... like, And they would like, say, she wanted to meet you. And then they would just kind of, mm. like, leave this pause that would... I guess I was supposed to kind of explain or... You know, that's so crazy. Like, you know, what do you have going on? Like, how does she know who you are? And those kinds of things. And I'm just like... Um, I know you don't think that I do good work or that, like... <laughs> I'm not as known or as popular or um as you are. And I know that it, it just... It's, it, you are just baffled by the fact that this young lady would want to meet me and not you. Um, Burns the cheese right off the toast. I get that that right there is just, that is the burnt part of your toast. I understand. Um, But I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a better way to, to if you I don't know, or maybe not. Or maybe you're just being...
2: Or maybe you just shut the fuck up. Or
3: or maybe, I don't know. It's just, it was, it's it's discouraging that you was like, you know, you're, sh- I'm discouraged by the fact that you're shocked by the fact, uh, by, you know, by the fact that somebody wants to meet me or, you know, are you shocked because I'm doing something that you don't know about or are you shocked because, you know, you know, somebody wants to, to, you know, you don't know why, you know, I don't know, like, you Either way, I'm probably doing a terrible job of articulating this. I'm just saying it annoyed me. Because it's annoying. (laughs) And it made me feel um, some kind of way. It made me feel like if you're genuinely curious about what I'm doing or what my other projects are or like, you know, something, you know, then then I feel like there's a better way for you to ask than for you to just be like, why in the world does she want to meet you? Like, I just think that that's, are these I think people that's foreign,
2: a... you know who I called foreigners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Um, of course, they were. So y'all got
3: to stop. Y'all got to stop this. Beat. I know. You know they- I know that I'm oh. just a little black girl that works over in the STEM no, department. No, <laughs> and no, you're you not. just cannot fathom why uh, people will want to know who I am at at your conference because you know this is your conference. But you know, quiet as it's kept, some of us are out here working and trying to do good work, impactful work. Uh, Work that builds space and community for um, women that look like me and women generally, but you know, more more specifically, women that look like me. So that's
2: I think that's a good response right there for them. It's better than the one that I have.
3: I mean, I just it's just really it is ever it is ever (laughs) discouraging when you have when you find your way through these spaces you've worked so hard to get in and people. You know, still find ways to make you feel small and insignificant, <laughs> like, like small, God, no. like, and and I mean, and I'm, listen, I'm sure, I, and I'm, ge- I genuinely mean the fact that I don't feel like these individuals are being malicious, but I don't even think that they recognize the ways that that they their words can be harmful.
2: They're being aloof, like they always are, and you can't spend aloof without fool. Okay, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> That's what they're being, okay? That's what oh, they do. No. And the shit is annoying and it's got to stop. You know what I will respond with them with? She wanted to meet your mom, but she wasn't available. Oh, <laughs>
3: no, no Jay.
2: Fuck out of here. Like, don't. <laughs> what is, I just, I get real irritated with that kind of stuff. But I would tell them, you know what? She probably wants to meet me because I do work outside of this space for people who look like me. So yes, you're more than welcome to connect us via email. Enjoy the rest of the conference, bitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone didn't act like that. There are just certain individuals. No, that's that for the ones who did gay That that were really weird about about it, and it, and it was really awkward. And it was like, well, what do I say? And I don't, I don't know. It just was like, like their the furrow in their eyebrows didn't say, oh, I think it's awesome that this girl wants to meet you. It was like, why the
2: hell does this girl want to meet you? Whiteness um, at its finest. And it was just
3: like, well, dang.
2: <laughs> whiteness at its finest. I'm, I'm really, like I told you, I'm really trying hard to not say white people because I understand it's not all of y'all. But whiteness, that's passive aggressive behavior is like one of the peak qualities of whiteness. And also not minding your business. Why do you even care? If she, Why do you even care about what I'm doing? Why do you care? You just nosy and you want to be up in my business. You don't have no good intentions. Just
3: get out of here. Oh, they just get on my nerves. <laughs> what? I mean, it's just, it is, this is, this is, this is the work that we have to do. So that's my petty peeve. And um, God put you on this earth to do that work. He I'm, sure did. I'm trying. He put the right one. <laughs>
2: I'm he really said, not trying. your, <laughs> or she sure like, did. Not they thing. sure did. It's
3: not a thing. I'm like, that's what I kept saying. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal. It's that's not a thing. Like, you know, don't make this like, cause it was like, they were doing it in ways that were not, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but C- that's enough out. of pettiness. Is it? Okay. All right.
2: So in the meantime, in a tweet. I thank you for listening to Get we really appreciate grow. you guys. Um, as always we got some new social media stuff coming for you all so stay tuned and stay engaged you know what i'm saying kia and i are getting ready to get a little bit more active Uh uh-huh um so yeah stay tuned for that i believe we have a i believe we have a website coming (laughs) so we're working working on things yeah where things will be centralized and you'll be able to find it in one single location um description box info weekly and so forth and so on so We appreciate you all as always and sis, tell them what to
3: do. Uh, Guys, it's really important as we are just forging through the winter months that you continue to uh, mind the business that pays you and moisturize your skin. And don't fail to drink your water. Why is Because your white will crack. (laughs) If nobody
2: wants to talk to you at the conference. (laughs)
3: Bye. (laughs) Holy God. (laughs) Good night, y'all. Good day. Good week. (laughs) See y'all next week.
1: Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.